Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's poppin' everybody? It's I'm ready to great and I just wrapped up a dope interview with Dirty Glove Bastard. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. How are you feeling today? Um, real good. Just woke up, so. That's all right. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Waking up and coming to join us. Exactly. Today. All right. So it's a new year. Mm -hmm. What are some of your goals for 2019? Uh, some some of my goals for 2019, I had wrote down like four of them. I know one of them was like to get a hit song over like 50 million views. Hmm. One of them was to get signed to a modeling agency. One of them was for my boyfriend to come home. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of them was to get a million dollars and um, I forgot the rest of them, but those was like the main ones on my yeah. list. Yeah. You feeling pretty confident about those goals? Most definitely. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, 50 million streams. Mm -hmm. What's the most you've had on one song so far? Um, the most I had on the song on YouTube is two million on my yeah. desk cap song. Okay. So. So you're trying to get that all the way up. Yeah. To 50 right. Exactly. All right. And you you uh, posted that you have a mood for 2019. Stop playing with me. <laughs> Can you explain what that means? Um, really, just like, cause I be doing a lot of like Instagram um freestyle videos or whatever. So I guess mm -hmm. people that that's what people put me in the box saying like a Instagram rapper and like. I just want people to stop playing with me. Like, I got real bars for real. I know how to make real music, and they're yeah. going to see that in 2019. Yeah, gotcha. All right. How would you describe your 2018? It was hectic. It was, it was, because I, I, I took a lot of losses in, like, my personal life or whatever, so I feel like it was, like, um, I didn't really do too much in 2018 for, like, a lot of different reasons. Like, I was really just sitting back. You feel what I'm saying? Just, like letting everything just unfold mm -hmm. but it's like 2019 like i just hit the ground running like yeah. it ain't i ain't i don't got no more time to play with y'all like it yeah. all yeah. and now you have your uh, new album welcome to the jungle dropping mm -hmm. next week yep how excited are you, you to share this album i'm real excited because um this gonna be like my first my first original project since 2016 mm -hmm. and the project that i dropped in 2016 that wasn't even showcasing my real talent. Well, it showcased my talent, but I wasn't comfortable in the studio yet. Yeah. So it was like, that was when I first got in the studio and you could tell, but now like I'm comfortable. I know different stuff what to do. So now the people really finna see like, you know what I'm saying? How I create, like what's my creative process and all this right here. Like yeah. they, they finna just see it all. Yeah. Uh, do you have a personal favorite track on there? Um, Nah, my favorite one that was on it, I already dropped it as a single, Roll Rage. And then okay. my second favorite is probably my song, Sacrifice. Yeah. What are you talking about on Road Rage? That's a really good uh, song, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Roll Rage, it's basically just talking about 
like literally anything that popped up in my head. Like it wasn't no specific. Like I ain't even come in to the song like oh, I'm finna talk about road rage. Like that just came about and I was just like, oh I might as well name it. You know what I'm saying? Road rage, but like it's literally just I just went in there and said anything that came to my head. And do you have any uh, music videos already shot, ready to go out? Yeah, I just shot Road Rage video. It's supposed to be done okay. today. The director just texted me and told me to be done today. And then um, Love Me video, it's kind of done. It's like halfway done. I still got to shoot some more scenes to it, but that should be dropping soon as well. Okay. And that was the lead single to yeah. the album? Mm -hmm. Love me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. How's the feedback been so far for that song? Both of them doing real good. Like, they really liking it or whatever. I just got to keep pushing it, let more people like it. So everybody, they hear the songs. They love them. So it's yeah. dope. Yeah. Alright. Now, what would you say your message is on this album? Um, it's really a whole lot of motivation on that album, like basically, because a lot of people been watching me from the jump anyway, mm -hmm. and they see how far I came, so it's like, for people to see, like, that while I'm here, while I'm at now, and then they talk, in my music you hear, like, I ain't really talking about struggling no more, I'm talking about, like, elevating. Mm -hmm. So it's like a whole lot of motivation in the whole album, like, you'll just listen to them and, and want to go chase your dreams, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. Would you say that your fans are kind of growing with you? Most definitely. Like, I, I got fans that, that was with me since, like, 2015. Yeah. So it's dope for them to, like, be messaging me and be like, yo, I've been watching you since you dropped this video. I'm so proud of you and stuff like that. Like, yeah. it's real dope. Yeah. How would you describe your fans? Because they go pretty crazy for you. <laughs> they love you. They love you. They real loyal. Like, because I feel like I put so much of my personality out that they, like, really feel like they know me so it's just like real dope to like feel like you really connected with somebody and then they listen to my music so they know my struggles they know they know a lot about me so you know what i'm saying do you uh, feel some type of responsibility in your uh, message in the music to like kind of motivate them and not kind of lead them down the wrong path yeah, because yeah. You, you know you, you don't rap about drugs nah. or, <laughs> or stuff like that so it was like um People start calling me like they inspiration and they role model and all that. And that ain't what I set out to be, but that's a title that I like took. Like, cause I know a lot of rappers, they don't like to be called role models because they don't like set the example. They be like, I ain't trying to be nobody role model and stuff like that. But I don't mind being somebody role model cause that's what people need anyway, a role model. So. Yeah. Why do you think there's uh, so many or so little female rappers that have like the same mentality as that? Um, because a lot of people just really want to do what they want to do. And they like um, basically like they don't care to put the negativity out because yeah. like that's what they want to do or whatever. But it's like me, that's not what I'm about anyway. So it's not hard for me to censor that. Yeah. So. So why did you choose to use, um, you know, all these positive and like real life messages in your music instead of like just going easy with like, the <laughs> sex appeal rap that most female rappers use? Um, because like, like I said, like that's not me. Like I, it'd be different if I live my everyday life like doing this stuff. Like, um, I always want to care about money. I always care about drugs. Like care about sex that much. Like it'd be different if that's all I cared about. But like nah, like that's not my everyday life. Like my everyday life is like literally what I rap about. Like I just literally just genuinely be myself. Mm -hmm. So it's like the stuff that they do. That's probably them, or that's what they probably subject to because they see, like you said, that's the easy way out. Right. So you know what I'm saying. But me, I don't care about taking the easy way out. Like I care about taking my right way. I care about being myself. So. Yeah. So that kind of wasn't even an option. Exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. And I noticed that you and Little Kid have been working a lot uh -huh. recently. Right. Uh, what's it like working with him? Um, he he worked fast. He yeah. they you know everybody that's like be rapping now they put the microphone um 
outside the studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Like that's how they do it or whatever. I ain't comfortable doing it like that, but a lot of people be doing it like that. But that's how he work. He work real fast. Like he do the little punching in and stuff. Yeah. He do, he the reason I started wanting to do the little punching in him and got it. Like they they be mm. doing that a lot, and they the reason I started like okay, let me try this. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Do you normally write your music? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I be writing on my phone most of the time. But I had started wanting to do the little punchy and thing because it worked faster than, you know what I'm saying, writing it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so you've been experimenting, just yeah. kind of punching it? Yeah. How's that been going for you? Do you um, like it? The song, um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's it's fast. It's like, okay, you just, like when you writing, I feel like when I write, um, I, don't, I, I really can't tell yet if I get a different... Um, flow or whatever but i know when i write i keep going over and, per and perfect what i'm doing but when i'm punching in i just say what come to my head and sometimes it's like either or you might get something better over here because you might say something real fine be like oh keep that yeah. but then when you writing you don't keep that and you miss that you mm -hmm. miss that good old shot so it's just like it's either or um, are you and Keith working on a full project or just kind of just knocking out something? Nah, we supposed to be locking in the session though, so that'll probably come along. But right now, like, I don't, I don't know if that's something that he interested in, a, a full project right now, because, you know, yeah. he got a lot going on. Yeah. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying? But probably in the future, like, we'll most definitely put yeah. something up. You guys have good chemistry on the track? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I saw the one preview, but that's <laughs> really good. If I shit it on you, my fault. I ain't really sorry, but it's something good. You's a nobody, but go off. Still the same, and I promise I'ma die. Good, I don't want the whole run cause she lie. Good, and she not real, but I'm too solid. Real ties, yeah, I'm too vibe. I ain't never froze, bitch, I'm too vibe. What's up, y'all? This Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone. Get if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. This certain camera, I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, you can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started, like now. What's poppin' everybody? It's I'm Ready to Great, and I just wrapped up a dope interview with Dirty Glove Bastard. Ooh, I'm on your direction, swear. Bitch, I got road rage. Slappin' hoes out, kickin' hoes down. I'ma take back to the All right, and um, so going back to working with other rappers, mm -hmm. I saw you mention on IG recently that a lot of people are trying to hit you up and work with you. <laughs> just to get with you <laughs> yeah so what does that happen a lot with rappers or um this it don't happen a lot but it happened t 
too much. You get mm. what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, and it, it don't even be just rappers. Like, it could be a producer. It can be mm. people that's like in the industry. They got mm. connections, and they just be like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I want to work with you. You cool? I just want to help and stuff like that. And then come to find out, they'll be trying to like send like little slick messages and all that. Mm. And I'm just like. That ain't what I'm interested in. Like, either you gonna help me or you not. Like, I don't wanna talk to none of y'all. Like, it ain't like that. Like, I had one artist, I ain't gonna say his name, but we had did a song together or whatever. And I'm thinking, like, he really genu genuinely wanna work and put this song out. But then he started trying to talk to me, like, oh, you so chocolate and all that. And I was like, can I get the song? And then when I didn't, like, respond how he wanted to with the flirting and stuff, he never sent me the song. So I'm just like, this is so lame. Like, people just be doing too much. So are you kind of looking for that now when you're working with new rappers or new uh, artists or new people? Or is it I kind mean, of, it pops up, then you're easily just able to call it out? Yeah, like I ain't really just like, oh, you want to talk to me, you want to talk to me. But like, <laughs> but like, I don't put nothing past nobody when they say they just want to help me. Like, it's everybody, you ain't do, nobody doing that for free. Yeah, I got you. All right. And uh, I think it was yesterday you um, you mentioned that college changed your life. Right. Um, by helping you get out of the hood. Mm -hmm. Um what was your uh, um, upbringing like? Did you grow up in the uh, hood? What part of Atlanta are you from? I'm from Zone 3. Okay. Um, I grew up, yeah, I grew up in the hood. And like, when my 12th grade, after I graduated high school, I used to be at home, then we stayed on Cleveland Avenue. Hmm. And like, I wanted to get away from what I was going through so bad. Like, I wanted to go, because nobody in my family went off straight to college or whatever. So I wanted, and it, didn't nobody think it was going to be me the first person to go, but I knew it was going to be me because I already know what I'm capable of or whatever. So when it was time to go to college, like, I made sure that I applied to a lot of different colleges. I made sure that I got accepted. Like, I was doing all the right stuff so I can go off and leave. And I had it in my head, like, I'm finna get some whole new friends. I'm finna change my wardrobe. Like, I was just, I'm finna just be this whole new person. Like, I don't want to, I was like, I'm finna change how I talk. Like, I used to call all my friends, bitch, ho. I'm like, hey, bitch, what's up, ho? Like, I was I'm finna change all that. I'm not finna talk like that no more. Like, I wanted to just be a whole new person. And when I got to college, like, I was trying to be a whole new person. And I feel like that wasn't good either to try to be, you know what I'm saying, somebody that you're not or whatever, because that wasn't me. So when I came back home, it was like, it worked out perfectly because I got back to who I was, but I had learned so much new stuff. So, so where did you end up going to college at? Um, I went to Savannah State. I um, I didn't want to go to Savannah State. I wanted to go to Georgia Southern, and I actually had got accepted. But this boy that I was dating, he didn't get accepted in none of the other colleges. And Savannah State was the only one, so I ended up going to Savannah State with him. Yeah. And you only went for a couple semesters, right? Yeah, I only went for two semesters one year, and then I left. Yeah. But you would still say that those two semesters away really helped change your life? Yeah, because um, I just, like, college was, like, so different because it was, like, Okay, you got, when people in high school, like everybody in high school, everybody from the hood go to high school, like it's mandatory. But in college, like these are the people that wanted to take it to the next level. So it's like you're around a lot of people that want to do something with their life. So like it's a different feeling, it's a different feel from what you used to. So it was like all these, all my surroundings like really changed who I was. And But by the second semester of college, I had stopped going to class completely because I, I was so over it. Like I went to class for five months and then the next five months I stopped going to class. I just used to just be on campus for free, like living yeah. or whatever. But yeah, after this first semester, I had made up in my mind, like after when May come, I'm not coming back to school. Like I'm, I'm finna go do what I need to do like yeah. for my life. So. And you also mentioned that uh, going to college helped you become more girly. Mm -hmm. Can you explain uh, what you meant by that? Um, basically like when I was growing up, I used to be like real rough or whatever. Like I just used to wear like um, jeans, 
tennis shoes and the um, t-shirt all the time. And I used to be like, just thugging. Like, I used to care about my hair or nothing like that. But it's like, when I went to college and I seen like, all these girls, like they used to have like, the bags, jewelry, like, I don't know, they just used to curl their hair and all this stuff like that. It made me want to be like, dang, like, this is how, like, girls look when they, you know what I'm saying, growing and older and this how you, like, you supposed to, like, dress or whatever. So I started, like, wanting to dress more girly and stuff and wanted to, like, not always look like a little tomboy. Yeah. All right. So why did you decide to drop out after uh, just your second semester? Um, I, I, did, I, I had no real intentions on staying in college. Like, okay. I had told my mama that college was only my plan B. And just so I can have something to do um, for when I leave high school. But I always knew that I was, well, I didn't always know, but when, when I was a senior in high school, I had already made up my mind that I was going to be a female rapper. Mm -hmm. So I just went to college just for the meantime. But after, I was gonna stay until my career took off. But when I got there and seen how much I didn't want to do it. <laughs> that was work you had to yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, nah, I might as well, I'm wasting my time here. Like, I need to go do what I gotta do. All right, so let me ask you, this uh, this Nicki Minaj, Cardi B beef that hopefully is over with now. Right. Would you say that was good for female rappers or was that bad? Um, I feel like it was good for their careers because it put like light on both of their careers more people know about them but i wouldn't say it's good for female rap because it looked like the regular the stereotype of female rap like everybody beefing you feel what i'm saying so i wouldn't say it's good for female rap like i feel like it should at least be some examples where people can see that two female artists that's really big can get along and get on the song together and collab and just like just like male rappers like they all yeah. most of them get along unless it's like some hood shit they got going on and they beefing or whatever but most male rappers collab and make dope music and make hits together mm -hmm. So you would be open to working with either one of them or both of them? Yeah, I mean, if it's if it sounds good. Yeah. All right, I got you. Uh, okay, so if you weren't rapping, what would you be doing? Um, the other two careers that I had in my mind was <laughs> photography and modeling. So it'll still be something in the entertainment business because I had already made up my mind when I was young that I wanted to be famous. Like even when I wanted to be a lawyer when I was real young. I still I wanted to be a celebrity lawyer so I could be in the news and stuff like so I always wanted to be famous but I didn't know what I wanted to be famous for. Yeah. So how do you juggle uh, modeling and rapping? Um, really, rapping is like my only career right now because I haven't did like no professional um, modeling stuff. I haven't like got booked for like gigs and stuff or whatever. But that's my goal for this year to get signed to a modeling agency so I can start my modeling career. Yeah. Like, cause right now I be taking pictures, like, you know what I'm saying? I guess for practice so I can build a portfolio and all that, but I haven't started like, cause I want to be in like magazines and on yeah. covers and all that stuff right there. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. All right, if you could change one thing about the music industry, what would it be? Um, if I could change one thing about the music industry, it'll be people recognizing talent instead of popularity. Because like a lot of talented people get swept under the rug because you they get overlooked by people that's less talented, that got more clout, more money, more cars, clothes, like they got all this stuff going on as opposed to somebody that don't have that much but they got a lot to bring to the table. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that would be something that I changed. Like people would stop looking at 
oh, this person got this and this going on as opposed to this person can have that and more because they talented and they can get way further than this person. Yeah. So. There any uh, TV shows or movies you watched recently that you really enjoyed? Uh, nah, cause I don't, I don't really watch TV not like that. Um, oh no, I had watched um, Bird Box on Netflix yeah. not too long ago, a couple weeks ago. That what was you think of that? Um, I, I honestly, I watched it before the internet like took off. Yeah, like it was accidental. Like my little sister had just, um, well, my baby sister, she had just pulled it up on Netflix and I was like, hold on, what this movie is? Like, because <laughs> it was real interesting. Like it was so weird and I was just start paying attention to it and it, it was a real good movie, but the internet like overhyped it. Like, yeah. oh my God, it's crazy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, did you take away anything from it? Like the ending? Um, the ending was very stupid to me. Like I was, it didn't make sense. I thought it was going to be like a real interesting ending or whatever, but the movie itself was so interesting because I always feel like movies got like a real, they trying to tell us something mm -hmm. and stuff like, because I know my granddaddy used to always break down movies or whatever, like vampire movies. He used to always be like, y'all need to pay attention to this because this is this and this is what they trying to tell you and stuff like that. So I was trying to figure out what was the meaning behind this movie but i really didn't know but somebody was like it's just showing you mental issues like people with mental issues and what they go through and stuff like that yeah. gotcha. and uh you mentioned that your boyfriend is uh currently in jail <laughs> yeah <laughs> um how, how does one stay loyal while their <laughs> significant other is locked up? um i mean it's not easy but it's not like well to me it's 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 not easy, the whole process. It's easy being loyal because, like, when you know what you got going on and you know, like, it, what it's worth and what it's going to be in the end, like, it's not hard. But the whole process of, like, dating somebody that's in jail, that whole, that's not easy at all. So it's, like, it's a hard process. But being loyal is not hard. When you're a loyal person, it's not hard to be loyal. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How often do you talk to him? <laughs> 24 really? Like, I'm surprised we ain't on the phone right now. <laughs> How often do you visit them? Um, I used to go down there every week, but they um suspended me for coming down there because I got to arguing with the, <laughs> the officer, and um I can't go back until February. What was this argument about? Because she had, I had this headband on, and she told me I couldn't wear it, and I was like, okay, whatever, y'all do too much. And then we was gonna have some words back and forth, and she was like, you don't run nothing down here. And I was I'm not trying to run nothing down here, this shit, you tripping. So then she had got mad, and then I had went in the little room, and I had put my foot up on the wall, and she was like, oh no, um, she gotta go. And so the warrant came in there, and he was like, what's the problem? And I was like, I don't know, why the fuck she keep messing with me all this? She was like, this little girl need to go. So we just going back and forth. So he was like, calm down, he put her out of the room, and then um, every time she came back in there, I got it heated back up. So he seen that I wasn't going to calm down every time she came back in there. So then he was like, okay, I'm just going to ask you to leave. So then when I was leaving, I was trying to pop. I was like, fat ass bitch, fuck you and all that. And then, <laughs> and then when I tried to come back the next week, they was like, no, nah, you can't. Uh -huh. You you suspended from coming down here. You can't come back until February. So Till February. How long ago was that that they suspended? That was um, sometime in December. So like a two three month suspension. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, what did your boyfriend say about that? <laughs> that you were suspended. <laughs> he was mad. Like. <laughs> he mad at you or mad at the? He was mad at. At first he was mad at me because when it was when the situation was going on he kept telling me to calm down. Oh, oh that so way. he was there witnessing. Yeah, because we was we like, I was visiting him yeah. like and then he was trying to tell me like just chill just calm down but I was so mad that when I be so mad I can't calm down so it just happened and he was like they gonna let you come back up here he thought I was gonna be able to come back 
And then he said he seen me walking in through his window. But then when he didn't hear them call his name, then he knew that mm -hmm. I was, put two and two yeah, together. that I couldn't come in there no more. All right, all right. Uh, anything else you like that? Uh, nope. Just want to tell everybody to go check out my commit state when they draw. I mean my album, and I'm ready to about to take over. That's all I gotta say. If I shit it on you, my fault. I ain't really sorry, but it's tough. Good use a nobody, but go off. Still the same, and I promise I'ma die. Good, I don't want the whole cause she lie. Good, and she not real, but I'm too solid. Real ties, yeah, I'm too vibe. I ain't never froze, bitch, I'm too vibe. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.